word to the wise. It's time to check in with Davis Sanchez, the wise guy. Half man, half amazing. On the edge with Aaron Karolnik. All right, we're back here on The Edge, live on TSN 1050, streaming online, tsn1050.ca. And if you are following, and I hope you are, all of the great content being put out by Davis Sanchez, amongst others, on TSN Edge, you're a little bit wealthier today because Davis Sanchez has been red hot, so much so that I'm staring into the Zoom conversation with Al's brother. On the other side, I can see steam emanating from the phone in which we find Davis Sanchez this evening. What's up, Davis? How are you? Terrible, terrible intro. Super lame. I apologize. No, you know what? The opposite. I was about to congratulate on that. Or <laughs> thank you on the intro. Both the musical suggestion is uh, so legit, and then the intro is nice. There's not uh, not going to be a whole lot of weeks that uh, where, where you go in uh, with uh, no L's in the column. But uh, yes, it's uh, it was a good week, and I got a couple early ones again. I loved, and I'll jump right on this one. Ak, all right. Before, uh, on Monday morning this came out, it was, and then I hate to say it, but against the Seahawks again, uh, plus seven and a half Minnesota right away, instantly um, I jumped on it. It's now moved to seven, but that was the one instantly that I I was on as uh, soon as I saw it. Uh, but uh, that we've seen some shift in that one. Well, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks have covered all four games this year. They've been a darling for betters. And, yeah, you man, you, you look at the disparity. I mean, what we've seen from Minnesota this year has been hit and miss, to say the least. And Seattle's aerial attack, we're talking about Metcalf and Tyler Lockett going alongside Russell Wilson, who's the clear favorite MVP. And MVP. And again, I don't know what, what home field really means these days. Is it meaningful at all? I suppose it's a fair question to ask you as a as a former player in the NFL, but I mean there, there's a, a clear disparity between the quality of these two teams, the Seahawks and the Vikings, and I'm totally with you when it comes to a touchdown yeah. spread. Yeah, I, no, I agree. And, and last week when I said I went against the Seahawks, I, did, I had uh, I had the under in that game, so I wasn't betting against the Hawks, but I did. It was another line where I leaned Miami. I didn't end up playing Miami, but I leaned it just because. Is there's so many points in the NFL is not that many possessions, and that that's some things that, that I think betters forget about how short the how short the game can be if a team wants it to be, and you can really minimize possessions. And when I look at that secondary for Seattle, I just don't see how they keep they do, but they're covering these spreads. I look at twenty eight. I think it's Amadi is his name, but he's a he's a safety um, slash nickelback, and he's lined up in a slot covering whoever is a slot receiver on any passing situations and the guy is getting turned inside out consistently and just from a strictly numbers numbers um plus personnel standpoint i just see if you can score 21 i mean now you talk about seattle's got to put up four touchdowns or three three plus a field goal to, to cover it's just a lot it's a lot to cover and a lot to, to overcome and i just can't uh, at seven i don't like it but at seven and a half i love it and i i seem to see a lot like that, same thing with Atlanta last night. It was uh, I love the number, and then as soon as I saw the two two more DBs get injured from the Falcons, then you knew Aaron Rodgers was going to work. I mean, yeah, I mean, and yeah, Atlanta, a very young secondary, and that showed last night. Aaron Rodgers was just slicing and dicing well, them two without more guys. Two more guys got hurt in the first quarter, so they were yeah, already that, in, going yeah. in. Add two more. You're looking at your. You got your fifth and sixth DB playing. All of a sudden, your seventh and eighth are playing. Uh, anyone who was live betting with the fingers would have got sore trying to trying to click more. 
Not to mention Green Bay playing without Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard as well. So that just goes to show that uh, the Packers, an extremely impressive performance last night, regardless of the situation. Chez, I want to focus on Thursday night for just a little bit. It's the first time we've seen Tom Brady and Nick Foles face off since Super Bowl 52, probably a night that Tom Brady would like to forget. The Buccaneers have been going to be going between a five and a half and six point favorite in Chicago. And I know you were fading the Bears last week uh, with one of your picks in the Colts, uh, something that paid off handsomely for you. Where do you see this game falling as far as the spread goes, and what is your early lean for Thursday night football? Yeah, well, your your initial, uh, you, you know, Nick Foles versus Tom Brady, is that is that really a matchup? I, I mean, is it is it just the Chicago Bears and whoever's under center against Brady and the Bucks? That's that's how I see Nick Foles as just a guy, and and I I feel there was a a correction needed in in the marketplace when you know after last week we saw a lot of love for the Bears because of Nick Foles, and I I thought a lot to do with that, and and you might agree with this or disagree, but it was because of the hate towards Mitch Trubisky and people oh, yeah. always people don't like Mitch, so they thought that that Nick Foles was the answer, and and I think you know when you when you look at and you watch. Nick Foles played last week. He, I think he was a downgrade to Mitch Trubisky. And not that Mitch is amazing, but at least with the mistakes you get with Mitch Trubisky, he also has a, an upside of, with some athleticism and, and a bigger arm and, and, you know, those type of things. That, this line, I think, is, is probably going to get to six. I mean, if, you, if it's, I see it at five right now. At most places, I know there's some five and a half and sixes out there. Uh, I think it. I think it. If you like, if you like the Bucks, you, you better take it at five. I think it gets to six by. I think it holds tight at six or six and a half by game time. It won't get to seven because um, even I would have to take Nick Foles at seven. But uh, anything under seven, I'm not touching this game right right now. But I would lean. Uh, I would lean Tampa Bay. Anything under seven, I think it holds tight around six, six and a half. What are your What's your thoughts on this one? Well, of course, we're talking with Davis Sanchez, the lead analyst for TSN Edge. The game that the, the I guess the prop that I'm looking for in this game, Davis, is the under. And the Bears' defense has been staunch against the pass all year. Brady. Yeah, he had five touchdowns last week. I don't know what was going on in that game because in the first half, they were doing nothing offensively, and all of a sudden, it was just a massive output. But the thing I'm tracking closely, and I'll be watching throughout the week, is the Buccaneers wide receiver group. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, and Justin Watson did not practice today. It's a short week for them. We know Godwin missed last week with a hamstring. We know Evans has been banged up. We know that O.J. Howard is out with a torn Achilles for Tampa Bay. So the under is the over-under is 44.5 points. We know Foles can't score. And whatever Justin Herbert did last week was extremely impressive. I don't see Nick Foles replicating it. That could be the only play uh, for me uh, at this moment. But that could change, as it will throughout the week. Davis, I want to get your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys. And they've been the talk of the football world for the wrong reasons. Their defense, absolutely horrible. They're giving up seemingly 40 points every single week, yet they are nine or nine-and-a-half-point favorites. That, just, do I even need to finish the sentence? Yes, they're playing the New York Giants, but they've been so bad, so just so disappointing so far this year. Where do you see this line falling, and do you have an early lean? Would you take the Cowboys with the points, or would you fade the Cowboys, who still seem to be a public team? You took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say they're the Cowboys are a public team. They don't they don't see nothing. They're a public team, and so you know when you have 
the narrative around the Giants, which is uh, they're not good, their record's not good, and 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 also people, uh, there's not a lot of lot of backers with the Giants. I, I could I could see this number getting to getting to ten. I could I could see it. I would go back to the um, what I said earlier. If you like if you like this, similar to Tampa Bay, if you if you like this number now, we're talking on a Tuesday. This is something that. Uh, you want to get in now for the Cowboys because it's, it could possibly go to ten, and I. It's, it's a number that on a letdown spot I would never want to lay this much uh, on a letdown spot. But this is a you know and it, the Cowboys who need it's a must it's a must win not just for and it's a must win in a decisive manner and that that matters in in when we're talking about. Um, you know, place, placing wagers and, and looking at these numbers, it matters on, you know, what teams need to work on and what they're trying to do. And that I think that's important when you, you know, for the Cowboys, it, you know, if they're up by 10 or 14 in, in, in early in the fourth quarter or, or up by 17 early in the fourth quarter and they're, and they're 4-0, and oh, AK, it's a different story. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they take their foot off the gas. They can, and that's just because, the you know, the whole atmosphere energy within your – team and, and your locker room and, and you're you can ease off but you know, I, I would expect that you know if the Cowboys are up by 14 in the fourth quarter or 17 they they keep piling it on or they don't want to give up any points and they keep their guys in and any of those factors that play into getting backdoored uh, when a team needs a win and they need some some feel good um, a backdoor touchdown wouldn't bother you know the Buffalo Bills right now or wouldn't wouldn't bother some of the other teams that are the other teams are playing good football right now, but but a team that needs some some uh, feel good around their locker room, I, I think you're in you're a better spot to lay those big numbers with teams that need need these uh, these wins and also you know the good stuff that comes with it. He is Davis Sanchez, the lead analyst for TSN Edge. Check out all his great work on SportsCenter, TSN.ca, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere you can see content. Davis Sanchez brings it to you, and we thank you, my man, for joining us this evening here on The Edge. I appreciate you. Have a great week.